amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What's going on, everybody? Happy Thanksgiving, first of all. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and I just want to say a very, very happy Thanksgiving and welcome to another edition of Leadership Lean In, the podcast. We are leaning in to the subject of leadership, trying to get a little bit better. We don't have all the answers. We do not have all the solutions, but we're leaning in. And when you lean into wisdom, when you lean into leadership, guess what? In return, it leans back into you and you get a little bit better. I want to say thank you to everybody who is sharing the podcast, subscribing the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to uh, Spotify or on Apple iTunes. And we are very excited about all things Leadership Lean and Follow us on Instagram. We have an Instagram account now, people. Follow it. Share it. Like it. All those kind of things. Okay. Uh, again, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoy an absurd amount of food. Now, remember... When it comes to Thanksgiving, you got to pace yourself. You know, I've been thinking about, uh, I need to go on a long run Thanksgiving morning. I need to earn, or play basketball. That's kind of my tradition. I got to earn my calories. I got to pace myself. Not too much grazing. Not too much, you know, of the uh, smorgasbord of the charcuterie board. By the way, charcuterie, got to admit, tough word to spell. A great plate to consume. So be careful. Uh, and just make sure, you know, you got football on in the background, you're around friends and family, kind of a little bit of a smaller group this year. I get it. Uh, enjoy the Cowboys losing the football game. Enjoy, you know, whatever games are on, you know, but enjoy the festivities and enjoy being around loved ones and eat a whole bunch of good food. You deserve it. You are awesome. And you're going to make it through 2020, the craziest year that we have experienced yet. So, Happy Thanksgiving. Okay, we're going to jump in. Today, I am going to be teaching what I taught at Leadership Lean In, the conference. I'm going to take what's, uh, you know, you had to pay to register to that. So I'm going to give you my teaching from that conference today. And uh, I really liked it. I really I really enjoyed it. I went back through the notes and I go, gosh, that, I really enjoyed this thought. So uh, let's just jump right into the content. Okay, greatness has this in common. I'm always looking for the common denominators when I get around great leaders. What do they all have in common? They're all very disciplined. By the way, I want to encourage you to read the book, Atomic Habits. Uh, incredible book. They're all very disciplined. They've got great habits in their life. They all carry uh, a sense of security. You know, in fact, when I get around an insecure leader, I think, wow. You've stooped everybody. Everybody thinks you're great, but your soul is is shallow. It's there's a, you're a shell of the true person. So, when you get around great leaders, they have a common denominator about them. I want to give you a few thoughts, observations about great leaders because I believe that you are a great leader and you're going to become an even greater leader as you lean in to your 
leadership. So a few thoughts. Number one, they live a mission over me lifestyle. Great leaders, when you get around them, you can always tell that they're not about self. They're all about mission, the mission of their organization, the mission of, in my field of work, uh, church. They're, they're mission-driven, not me-driven. And you can, all of that gets worked out when you start dealing with the motives of your life. Why do I do what I do? Never give your life to a what, always give your life to a why. And great leaders, uh, this is what I love about Bill and Melinda Gates. This is what I love about Jeff Bezos. All these people that have incredible wealth, they realize, oh, it's not about all this money. They all become philanthropists. Why? Because it's not about me. It's all about being on mission. I want to encourage you, if you are living a missionless life, go back, get a pen and paper, and discover why do you exist? Why have you been given these gifts and talents? Why do you have such a grace in this area? What is it for? It is for the mission and the purpose of your life. Number two, failure does not define them. They might have, I know it's an old cliche saying, but hear me. They might have made a mistake, but they are not a mistake. Years ago, I read a phenomenal book called Failing Forward. That's failure. You got to get up, dust yourself off, and try again. The only true failure is not getting back up. The only true failure is not trying again. Uh, it's like that old Michael Jordan commercial. It's, you know, it's the old saying, you know, he's like, I missed this many shots, this many free throws, this many three-pointers. I've missed this many game winners. And that is why I succeed because I'm not defined by my misses. I keep on shooting the ball. And when you're around great leaders, you can identify, well, there's a mistake here. There's a relational fallout here. You know, you went bankrupt in this season. How have you been able to continue to go? Great leaders do not let failure define them. They're not defined by their mistakes. They're defined by their mission. They're defined by their relationships. They're defined by the fact that they just keep on going, keep on loving, keep on serving, and they're not deterred by a season or a decision of failure. You've made failure, uh, failing decisions. I've made tons of mistakes, tons of failure, and I just choose. This is a bump in the road. This is a whoopsies, this is a mistake, but I'm going to keep on going. Number three, they are lifelong learners. I love this. I love this about greatness. When you get around greatness, it is never flexing its muscles about how great it is. It's actually the opposite. Great leaders are always leaning into you going, teach me something I don't know. Help me understand this paradigm. Technology is advancing and improving constantly. What do you see? What do you think? And it, it's just the quest for knowledge and understanding. So the consuming of books, the consuming of podcasts, the consuming of constant information. Why? It's just, I d are you amazed by how little you know? I am so excited about the future because I'm so excited to learn. I'm so excited to get a little bit better, grow a little bit more information, a little bit knowledge. You should constantly be evolving, changing, growing because you're constantly learning. Don't be the leader that is living off revelation or a thought you got from five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Recently, I was talking to a great leader and he was paying mention of somebody that we both know and, and was kind of alluding to the fact that, you know, they never got past this season of their 
their student life, their student behavior. They, they just got stuck about 10, 15 years ago. And so all their quotes, all their information, all their understanding is from what they learned in that season, but they stop growing. I think you should be obsessed. Greatness is obsessed with trying to learn more. Uh, every morning I go to my kitchen counter and it's, I'm understanding it's a little bit confusing for my son, my seven-year-old, because uh, I make my coffee and I sit down with my laptop and I, and I do a re- daily reading. I, I read the Bible every morning. It's been my discipline for over 20 plus years. The other morning, my son comes and he's kind of peering over my shoulder. And I said to my son, I said, son, what, you know, it's a computer screen and it's text on the computer. But I said, son, what, what do you think I'm doing right now? He said, you're reading the Bible. I said, exactly. It's what daddy does every morning, huh? He goes, yeah, every morning. He goes, dad, why do you have to do that? Is that part of your job? I go, oh, no, 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 no. Nope, not at all. I don't get paid to do this. It's not requ- I'm not required to do this. I do this. Tell my son, I do this because I want to learn more about God. I, d- I have this daily discipline because I want to understand more about his love for us and who he is. And you could see his wheels turning and the next morning, I make my coffee, and I open my screen, and I read my Bible. And why do I do that? Because I really want to learn. I really want to know more. And it's not that I just want to know more about my spirituality. I want to learn more about finances. I want to learn about more how to run organizations. I want to learn more about family dynamics and how to raise great boys. I want to learn more about marriage. I want to, I want to learn. Greatness is obsessed with learning. Get obsessed with growth and momentum. You cannot apply what you do not know. Next one. Number four, everything about them is big. I love this about greatness. They just, they got a big spirit, big attitude, big faith for the future. They got a big perspective. You know, when you're around leaders that are not great, you'll notice the shallowness of their soul, of their worldview, of their perspective. And when I'm around great leaders, I go, wow, just... They feel so big to me. They're they're not just larger than life by being gregarious, by being winsome, by being, you know, this massive force of energy and brute strength. No, no, no. They're big in their thinking. They're big in their perspective. And it's every part of who they are. I want to encourage you. Do whatever you can do to become secure in your soul so you can expand the horizon of who you are, that you're not shallow, small, insecure. You only talk about others, not ideas. Get all of that out of you so that you, listen, I love this thought. It's a proverb. The world of the generous gets larger and larger, and the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. What is the proverb trying to teach us? The more generous the more big thinking, the more helpful we are, the bigger our world grows. You should be worried if you continue to stay small in your thinking and small in your soul. But the more you learn, grow, relationships, life, dynamics, improvements, you just get a little bit bigger and you get a little bit better. The next one, number five, they're an expert at what they do. It's what Malcolm Gladwell calls the 10,000 hour rule. One of my favorite uh, books is Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. And it's a phenomenal read. All I read all of Malcolm Gladwell uh, books and I love his podcast, a brilliant thinker. And he talks about the 10,000 hour rule and tells the story of the Beatles. 
When the Beatles came to America, we thought, you know, this new sensation. But the reality is, if you go to the background of the Beatles, they had been playing so many nightclubs, so many little, you know, just mon spots. Just They had already put 10,000 hours into their craft. By the time they landed on our doorstep, they already had a sound. They already had a dynamic, a cohesive chemistry. They already knew who they were. Listen, you are long time an echo before you're a megaphone. Become a master at your craft. If you're a if you're a teacher, if you're a coach, if you're in law, whatever you do, put in ten thousand hours and become a master at what you do. I, I just I am so thankful that I got to spend six years here uh, in East LA on the east side of the city just serving my city, did another 10 years in Seattle area, just serving where I was at in a city called Puyallup, Washington. And then, so now I've got 10, uh, six years here and 10 years there. And then I come here and now, you know, we have been in LA six years and you just continue to work at your craft, communication, organization, leadership skills, dynamics, people, and just keep on. I want to become an expert at what I do. You should do the same. Don't just do your job, become a master at your craft. It takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of no's to uh, recreational activity, uh, having fun, doing that, doing that, doing the other. I want to become the greatest at what I do. Greatness has made that decision. Next one, number six, their work ethic is unmatched. Oh, I love this. Whenever I get around great leaders, I am unmatched believably impressed with how hard they work. It's not just a uh, lackadaisical this, that just show up and just turn on the gift and it works. It is like, man, they work hard. They put in the time, the energy, the sacrifice. They're diligent. They're focused. I am inspired not just by their gift. I am inspired, inspired by who they are and their, their work ethic. I'm telling you, anybody that doesn't have a great work ethic isn't really great. I'll look at people like, you know who always impresses me? Jimmy Butler always impresses me with how hard he works. You know who impresses me? Russell Wilson, LeBron James. These guys are the best in the world at what they do. And why? Because they just outwork everybody. You should, in your field, whatever sphere of influence you have, whatever your occupation is, outwork everybody else. It's, it, it's the old saying, don't have a million-dollar dream with a hundred-dollar work ethic. No, work hard because the gift is not the result. The gift is the work. Just two more and then we're done. They're not afraid of change. Oh, I love this one about greatness. They're not afraid of change. They, they can evolve. They can change with the times, technology, you know, whatever improvements, whatever, you know, earlier before we're recording this podcast, so I sat here with two of our staff members and we're looking at our org chart and we're looking at changes we need to make and I'm not married to anything. I'm not married to any old structure. I want to change. I want to evolve. Church this year for us, our field, my occupation, we have had to change drastically from being in person to online and then we're trying to fast forward. What will online look like? Will the church ever be the same? And if it doesn't go back to being the same, what will it look like? Who cares? What's important is that you're open to change. Hold your life like this. By the way, never hold on to your title or your position. Hold every or people. Hold everything like this. Be willing to change. By the way, life is change. Growth is optional. Choose wisely. And the number one thing that is consistent about relationships, relationships are always changing. Why? Because people 
are always changing. Hopefully, they're changing for the better and not for the worse. Here's the last one. And again, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have the best Thanksgiving of your life. Last one, number eight, they know why they're here. Know your why. So let me just ask you, Leadership Lean In podcast. I believe this is number 36, by the way. Podcast number 36. Do you know why you're here? Because until we conclude that, we really can't go anywhere. Why do you do what you do? Why are you working so hard? Is it for money? Is it to pay off debt? Is it because you really want to make a name for yourself? You discover your why and the rest will take care of itself. So um, these are common denominators of what great leaders all have in common. I believe as we walk through this, you are on your journey. You are in the process of becoming a great leader. You're going to transfer from, as Jim Collins said, from good to great. By the way, you need to read that book, From Good to Great. Believe that about yourself. I am not just good at what I do. I'm not just a good leader. I am a great leader. We love you. We're for you. Again, make sure you subscribe and comment and share Leadership Leaning. We love you. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit